Hey man, what are you doing? Uh, nothing, just playing a video game. Oh, what are you playing? I'm playing Super Mario Brothers. I oh. never really played it when I was when it came out. I was a little too old for it, but no, I'm playing it now. Oh, that's oh man, I love this game. I used to play this game all the time when I was a kid. Did you really? Yeah, I love Super Mario Brothers. When you were playing it, did you ever think, hey, maybe they should make a movie about it? All the time. Yeah, it would have been a great movie. And when you were thinking about it, did you think I want an extended dance number between Mario and a large black woman where we see your cleavage? No. Destiny! Where's my pizza? Hello everybody and welcome to Late Seating. I'm Jason Harding. And I'm Steve Shives. And on this show, we take a classic movie and see if it lives up to its reputation, whether that reputation is good or bad. And this time around, its reputation is bad. <laughs> yeah. It's very bad. It's bad. I know, I know. There's some psychotic people who saw this as a child and they want to do, they think it's great, and you do your little online forums, and you have your little websites, and you have your little viewing parties. But don't you see the rest of us are looking at you, shaking our heads, going, that's sad. That makes me sad mm -hmm. that you have this much love for this. Yeah, <laughs> what, what, a, <laughs> what a tragic life you have led. What movie, Steve, are we going to review this time around that makes us sad? Oh, and there's so much about it to be sad about, isn't there? Um, yes, there is. We are going to review the 1993 video game adaptation. First one. Yes, first one. And it just so happened to be an adaptation of pretty much the most popular video game ever, Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers. Yay. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Yeah. You know, you don't have to. Oh? You don't have to find trivia if you don't feel like it. If you came on and said, no, I, I looked it up and it just, it made me depressed and I don't have any trivia <laughs> for Super Mario Brothers, I wouldn't be like, you, you bastard motherfucker. How dare you? I wouldn't do that to you. Oh, good. I wouldn't. I would be okay. like, oh, okay, I, I, that's fine. Well, I appreciate that, and I'll keep that in mind. Sure. For, I, for, I'll keep that in mind for next time because I did. Because you did it. I, right? you I did. did. I did look up trivia, and it did make me sad. Hey, Steve, do you have <laughs> trivia for this for this movie that I, we were going to review? I do. I sure Ray, do. I'm gonna lie down. Okay, I'll take. I'll take it from here. So, Yay. so one thing that everyone who made this movie seems to agree on is that they hated making this movie. <laughs> uh, Bob Hoskins repeatedly declared it the worst film he ever made and said the production was a nightmare. Mm -hmm. John Leguizamo claims he and Bob Hoskins frequently got drunk in order to get through shooting days. Uh, Dennis Hopper said he was originally contracted to shoot for five weeks, but wound up shooting for 17 because the production mm -hmm. ran so behind schedule and so over budget. Uh, most of the blame lands at the feet of the directors, uh, Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankel, who were a husband and wife team. Who, That's right. Everyone knows the directing team of Morton and Jankel. Morton and Jankel. Uh, who Dennis Hopper described as, quote, two control freaks who didn't talk before they made decisions. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see why that might be a problem. Sure. Uh, Morton and Jankel, however, placed the blame on the studio. 
Sure, of course they do. Because they say the studio kept demanding script rewrites during the production to make the movie more kid-friendly. Because they, they did. Because the studio wanted the Super Mario Brothers movie to be kid-friendly. Can you imagine <laughs> such a thing? What? Uh, it's crazy. You mean they don't want the original script that had strippers in it? No, they didn't. They didn't want there to be strippers in the movie based on Super Mario Brothers. No. Oh, the wow. inc- the incredibly popular video game that children like For to children. play. For <laughs> children. Um so uh Morton and Jankel wanted a grittier and darker story because there was actually an earlier draft of the script that was more like the video game, at least in terms of like the tone and some of the elements about You the mean story. the one that they showed Nintendo? Yes, the one the one that convinced Nintendo to give them the rights. They said, Sure, you can make this movie. And and to Nintendo's credit, they were like, Yeah, sure, we can experiment. I think our characters are strong enough. Yeah. They were right. It survived this. Yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. But they also said, no more movies. <laughs> yeah, they also said, no more said, movies until Detective Pikachu that came out two years ago. That's right. That's true, yeah. Um, so the original idea for, for Morton and Janko, for their more grown-up version of Super Mario Brothers, um, mm-hmm. is... Because we need that. Because that's what it's crying out for. The, a more, a more, gro- <laughs> more grown-up treatment. Um they they wanted their movie to be the quote-unquote true story of the Mario Brothers. And then the idea was the games were based on that. And the games were the ones that changed it, you know, to make it into a video game. But but the movie story was the story of the real Super Mario Brothers and what they, and what they did. So, did everyone hear the narrative that they tried to set up? That Nintendo infantis, uh, infantilized the yeah. true events yes. in the thing. Of the game that it made of up the in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so, th- so they commissioned another script that was more in line with what they want. But then, during the production, the studio said, actually, we, you know, as, as your example put it, you know, we don't want strippers in the Mario movie. <laughs> we don't like it. And, we don't like that. And so they started commissioning rewrites to make it more family friendly and and mm-hmm. and then that created problems with the actors who had signed on on the basis of the original script that the directors had so now they were having to do sillier and more cartoonish things that made them unhappy and the movie didn't make any sense anymore because half of it was still kind of serious and half of it was big and broad and cartoonish and, and they had started design on the dark and gritty right one. that's why the set looks the way it does that's why the aesthetic is the way it is that's why nothing looks even remotely like anything looks in the video game game or anything that would be adapted from the video game or anything um that's why you know that's why it looks that way and that's why it has that feel to it um so yeah that, that's the director side of it the actors and crew side of it is that the directors were control freaks and that they were and they not only that but they were like abusive to people on set uh sure so there you go um shigeru, Miyam- shigeru miyamoto who was the creator of the games uh said this about the movie quote Help. <laughs> this is what a diplomat this man is. He says, yeah, I know. He says, the one thing that I still have some regrets about is that the movie may have tried to get a little too close to what the Mario Brothers video games were. And in that sense, it became a movie that was about a video game rather than being an entertaining movie in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So you know what that means? He didn't watch if the movie. <laughs> he didn't watch the movie, or if he did... Yeah. This is him saying, basically, it failed at both. Yeah, this is him being nice. I think that the real... I'm sure he's seen the movie. This is him being nice and trying to 
say something diplomatic about it without just saying, oh, boy, that was a piece of shit, huh? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that, that was a mistake. Like, he doesn't want to come out and say that, so he says this. Um, the Yoshi puppet, that's a cute little part of the movie, right? Little dinosaur Yoshi, right? Yeah. Um, it required nine puppeteers to operate yeah. and cost half a million dollars. <laughs> Yes, it did. And he made four of them. And he's in it for what, like thirty seconds altogether? <laughs> I don't know. Um, now there, there is something significant about this movie. This was, this was the first film to be made using Flame, which is a VFX compositing software that that back then had just been invented and now is like an industry standard. Um, and it was also the first film to have VFX composited using a full digital scan, which means that they scanned the film to create a digital version, and then they composited the visual effects onto that, and then yeah. and then produced a finished film copy from that digital copy. And again, sure. and again, that soon became like just the way that they do that. That became an industry standard. Um, yeah, and Jerry Lewis invented video capture. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was gonna say. Like, and actually, I, I mean, actually, <laughs> J- Jerry Lewis deserves even more credit than because none of those techniques were innovated specifically for this movie. No. It, it just so happens that they were available, and this was the first film that could take advantage of them. I mean, I mean, Jer- right. Jerry Lewis did at least actually invent video assist. Nobody who exactly. like the, exactly <laughs> the directors of Super Mario Brothers didn't innovate any of this. It just happened to be there, and they were the first that could do mm-hmm. it. Um, finally, one last piece of trivia. In 2013, one of the film's many screenwriters teamed up with some artists to make a webcomic sequel to the film. Why? Titled, of course, Super Mario Brothers 2. Mm-hmm. That sees the Mario Brothers return to help Daisy fend off an invasion from another dimension led by Wart. And if you're a fan of the original games, you'll know that Wart was the final boss of the video game Super Mario Brothers 2. Uh, mm-hmm. The webcomic is available online to read for free. I read it this morning and got through the first chapter before I bailed. Because <laughs> who gives a shit? <laughs> So, who cares about these characters? Who cares, who about, cares yeah. about this setting? Who, who cares, cares about this story? This is dumb, and I don't like it, and I don't care what happens to any of these people. So, anyway, mm-hmm. that's my trivia. Yay! I've lost all my energy, but we're doing it anyway. <laughs> Let's power through. Hey, just it was direct. Just pretend that you just just pretend that you just got a mushroom power up, and now you're big, Jason. You're super, Jason. No, I'm going to pretend like I didn't watch this. Oh. I'm going to pretend okay. like this wasn't my idea. Okay. I'm going to pretend that the whole idea of doing a podcast reviewing movies didn't happen. Okay. And I was happier. Okay. I was just saying, you know, because it's something from the video game. It might have been fun. I get it. Okay. I get the joke. Okay. I, get I just was trying to help. I know. I know you're helping, Steve. I, I love your cute I, little face. And all the time I'm you're trying to save me from pain, but it's not... <laughs> It's not working. Wish I could have gotten a fire flower and I just set fire to everything. Oh, you wouldn't have wanted a fire flower while you were watching this movie. You would have burned your house down. You would have burned your house down. (laughs) It was directed by Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jenkel. Yes, they're married. They both worked on the Max Headroom television show. Remember that? Apparently it's enough to get you a director spot. (laughs) Apparently. And a bunch of music videos. They suck and I hate them. How about that? I'm no longer sugarcoating anything. I'm sure maybe they're lovely people to know in real life, terrible people to work for or with, and they didn't make a whole lot of stuff. And, of course, they pointed fingers at everybody and everything, and it was like, well, dummies, you never should have thought, you know this brightly colored video game about a plumber that runs around squashing turtles and trying to save a princess maybe 
the minute anyone said, we want to do a dark and gritty, they should have been shot out of a cannon straight into a wall. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Of course, they wanted it to be like a lot of the movies that were coming out at the time, which was dark and gritty. Everything was dark and gritty. Everything was... And no one stopped to say, you know, this brightly colored with catchy, catchy upbeat music, video game about a cute little plumber and his brother just trying to defeat crabs and stuff and going <laughs> through pipes and breaking blocks with their heads breaking blocks with their heads <laughs> maybe we shouldn't do this to this and no one said nope and they're the ones that fought for it and your ideas sucked and the movie sucked you can point your fingers at everybody do you know why disney who is the distributor for this movie wanted changes to the script because they thought they were getting the video game. Right. The brightly colored video game. Not whatever this piece of shit was. And they were trying to think, shit, we signed on to distribute this piece of shit. We gotta do something. (laughs) Well, they tried. None of it worked. Anyway, those are the two. Screenplay by Parker Bennett. Nothing. Tara Runt, Runt or Runte. Nothing. Ed Solomon, who co-wrote the Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures in Men in Black. And that's that's it. Those are the three people, supposedly. But I happen to know that there were so many, there were so many treatments for this movie. Yeah. There were tons of them. And like Steve said, it kept going through writing process and writing process. I think... Um, I think that Bob Hoskins got like six different drafts of this before he said yes. Yeah. Because he had already been in Roger Rabbit. He didn't want to be in another one of these things. He's a goddamn actor. And he didn't like the idea of doing this. But eventually they got one where he said, yeah, okay. And he went in. Then it went over. Based on Mario by Nintendo. That's right. <laughs> Have you noticed whenever they adapt Mario for American audiences, he's no longer he no longer has an Italian accent? <laughs> yeah, he does. Have you noticed he that every single time they adapt him to live action or to a cartoon series, he is Italian American, but he's from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn. That's right, because that's what Bob Hoskins does. That's what Captain Lou did in the the live action I was TV show. Wait for you to bring yeah. up Captain Lou because you know he's a wrestling. Yeah, dude. He, perhaps the greatest wrestling manager of all time. Was he? Is he really? I wouldn't. Now, personally, I wouldn't say that, but he's definitely in the conversation. He was. He was a, a legend. Yeah, for sure. I wish I could punch the person that thought a rubber band through the cheek was a great gimmick. <laughs> I think it will um, punch Captain Lou. I'm pretty sure it was his idea. <laughs> 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 but every time they get rid of the kind of offensive Italian accent. Why, I wonder why that is. I don't know. Because maybe people... How come they don't want him to talk like this, huh? Take it easy. It's me, Mario. Mario. <sighs> um, produced by Jake Eberts. <laughs> and he's produced such movies as Chariots of Fire, Gandhi, and Dances with Wolves. <laughs> so you can see how well prepared he was for the Super Mario also, Brothers adaptation. Yeah. <laughs> also produced by Roland Joffe, who's produced movies like The Killing Fields. <laughs> yes. And The Mission. Like, fuck. How do these people get these jo- Who at the studio is like, you know who'd be the perfect producing team for this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone interrupt while well, I'm the move. The the game wasn't out. It was almost eight years after the Killing Fields, right? Yeah, something like that. But I'm just picturing, you know, Roland Joffe. They're on set. They're in the actual Killing Fields. They've recreated it. <laughs> yes. And someone says, "Hey, watch this video game, Roland. Isn't that cool?" He's like, "I want to make that into a movie. A dark, gritty." Pff. 
fucking movie. Jesus. All right, it's starring Mar- Bob Hoskins as Mario Mario. Yep, yep. What else has he been in, Steve? Well, there Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. Mona Lisa. Hook. Oh, God, why? It's, Hook. It's not as bad as this. No, and Hook it's is not, not as, as bad, bad as, as this. this. But he's, he's, a good, he's a good actor. He's a fantastic actor. Like he's a fantastic like actor. Him. Well, he's dead. Well, he, he was um, a fantastic actor. But I liked guy. him a lot. Yeah. John Leguizamo as Luigi Mario. Steve? Yes. What else has he been in? You know, I will always remember him best as the creator and star of that classic uh, Fox Network sketch comedy show in the early 90s, House of Buggin'. <laughs> I'll remember him from his one-man one show. I remember, as, remember him as a stand-up comedian. Yeah. I even remember him from Tu Wong Fu. Yeah. Shit, I remember him from that movie The Happening. Oh, God. Why was he in it? Money, I guess. Oh, and, I and uh, uh, Summer of Sam. Oh, yeah, and Summer of Sam. There that. You go. He was excellent in that. Dennis Hopper <laughs> as King Koopa. Hey, Steve, yeah. I know that you really, you've probably been a long time since you played Super Mario Brothers. Uh-huh. Yeah. What does King Koopa look like? Um, he's a great big green dinosaur. No, he's not. Or no, he's a turtle. He's a turtle. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, he's a big green turtle with a spike. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's a, a big green turtle. He's a great big monster kind of turtle thing. Yeah. Is that what Dennis Hopper is playing? No, he's 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 a he's a human who is evolved from a T Rex, according to him. So he's not actually King Koopa. He's just a guy named Koopa. He's 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 just a guy. Yeah, with a funny hairstyle. Great. What else has he been in? Good things. Oh, so many good things. Blue Velvet, Speed, Apocalypse yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Easy Rider. Easy Rider. Like yeah. We're going to have to review that at some point. Um, the episode of The Twilight Zone where Hitler comes back to life. <laughs> Samantha Mathis is Princess Daisy. And, and the Queen who we see briefly before Dennis Hopper pops in and says something that I could not uh, understand. He just pops out in a general's uniform and goes, I'm the lamb, and then a cave collapses and she's dead. That's the entire thing for the queen. Um, Samantha Mathis, Mathis was in movies like Pump Up, I think Pump Up the Volume, yeah. and Fern Gully, and uh, I think she's the vice president of the union for actors, I think. And that's it. Fisher <laughs> Stevens. As Iggy, and you know him. What else is he been in, Steve? He was in one of my favorite movies as a kid, Short Circuit. That's right. Yeah. And who did he play in that? He paid for it for a long time. <laughs> he played the the Fisher Stevens guy in that. No, no, you don't. He played an Indian man. Oh, he did. Is yes, he? yes. No, he's, he's not. not. He sure isn't. Oh boy, some could say a stereotypical Indian man, and that is true. Indeed, he's not Indian. Indeed, quite stereotypical. Richard Edson is Spike, and you recognize him as a character actor. And he's been in a lot of stuff, but you recognize him from Ferris Bueller's Day in Court and um, Do the Right Thing. Remember yeah. that? We was yeah. in that. Fiona Shaw as Lena, and you recognize her from the Harry Potter films. And she was the nurse that refused to fall in love with the guy in my left foot. You know, my left foot guy, <laughs> Christy something. I can't remember his last yeah, name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Christy was. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what everybody called him. Mojo fucking Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> Mojo fucking Nixon is playing Toad. Hey, Steve. Yeah. Describe Toad. <laughs> he's he's a little tiny mushroom person. He's even someone tinier than Mario. Yes, right? yes, yes. He's a little mushroom guy. Now describe Mojo Nixon. Uh, a, a guitar and harmonica playing human of normal size. That's right. 
you know, most people know him as a musician, right? Yeah, absolutely. He's like six, seven. I don't know much, how tall he is. He's tall. Much larger than a mushroom-sized creature, yes. Hey, Steve. Guess who they couldn't get to play Toad? Oh, I. You go ahead and say it, but I, I think I know. I think I know who you're going to say. I think I saw this. In go my, ahead. Oh, say well, it. Uh, I believe they wanted Tom Waits. Thank God for some things. <laughs> like okay, Tom Waits. Sure. Tom Waits is Toad. Um, John Pfeiffer as as Goomba Toad because he gets changed into a into a monstrosity. Jesus. <laughs> and Mojo Dana Nixon said, "I'm not wearing that costume." <laughs> Uh-huh. Dana Kaminsky as Daniela, nothing. Francesca P. Roberts as Big Bertha, <sighs> nothing. Gianni Russo as Anthony Scapelli, and he was in The Godfather. Anything yeah. else? No. Don Lake as Sergeant Simon, and you'll recommend, recognize him from a lot of the Christopher Guest improvisational movies. And he's a great improvisational actor. Yes. He's just great. You will recognize his face if you don't know his name. Yes, you will. And uh, he's also been in the police, I think it was in Police Academy, Hot Shots, and Dumb and Dumber 2. I'm only saying this because it was in here. Lance Henriksen. (laughs) Yes. As the king. Hasty. Yeah. Exactly how long is Lance Henriksen in this movie? I would I didn't time it, but I would guess it's about five seconds. That's right. <laughs> he has one line. Did they pay him? I hope so. I mean <laughs> <laughs> You guys know Lance Henriksen from movies where he had more than one line. Where he played like actual characters that did stuff. I think that's right. <laughs> Most of you remember him as Bishop, right? The from Alien and and from, from the right Alien the right and stuff Alien and 3 yeah, and run the right stuff and a whole bunch of better movies and the original Terminator, Dan Castellaneta as narrator and you know him, he's Homer Simpson, yep. just and he also I believe he has one line or three lines or something like that at the beginning of the movie to make sure that we we don't get confused by the plot by confusing us exactly. <laughs> Frank Welker, whatever, Frank. Just get your money yeah, and get out. Yeah, exactly. Just get paid, buddy. Good for you. He's Yoshi and the Goombas as the voice. Cinematography by Dean Semler. And he's done cinematography on Mad Max 2, what we know as the Road Warrior. Young Guns and City Slickers. Edited by Mark Goldblatt. And he's edited The Terminator, Commando, Robocop, all much better movies than this. Music by Alan Silvestri, who I think was told, do whatever you want. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do you don't even have to watch it. the movie. Just make up some shit. <laughs> Just make up some goofy clown music for the majority of this movie, okay? Pretty much. But he's done movies. Music for Back to the Future film series, and Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and Forrest Gump. Production companies, Hollywood Pictures, Light Motive, Allied Filmmakers, and Synergy Pictures. Four Four production companies (laughs) for the Super Mario Brothers movie. For the Super Mario Brothers. Distributed by Buena Vista Pictures. That's Disney, everybody. Yep. And all that was in the United States. Overseas, it was entertainment film distributing. Mostly in the United Kingdom. It was released one day before my 24th birthday. And I even said, nope. I saw the, I saw the trailer. I was like, there's no fucking way. I'm, I'm 24 now. I, Fuck that. I refuse. 
On May 28th, 1993, running time, 104, uh, 104 minutes, budget, 48 million. Adjusted for inflation, $98.4 million. Box office, $38.9 million. Uh-oh, that's less. Adjust, adjusted for inflation, $79.7. It didn't make its money back. Didn't make any of it back. It was a piece of shit, and, and it only made its money on opening weekend, and even children went back and said, oh, did you see Super Mario? And they go, I think I did. I, I thought I was in the wrong movie for a while. I'm pretty sure I was. Because... <laughs> I recognize nothing from it. <sighs> Can we just skip to our recommendations? <laughs> Can we just do that? But people won't know how we feel about the movie. <laughs> they pretty much know how we feel about the movie. But if you insist on recapping the plot, I'm going to eat razor blades while you do it, because that'd be more fun for me. Okay. Steve? Uh, well, Steve? Yes, yes, Jason. Let's put on our... our what were they calling those fucking boots? Oh, the stompers? Is that what they were? Is that what they I were th- called? Is, stompers? I think. That they didn't use to stomp on anything? I know. They, 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 why didn't they call them jumpers? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know I neither. Don't know I don't know neither. <laughs> Let's put on our stompers. Let's clearly wear outfits and, oh boy. It was like we were awaiting them to suit up into their original costumes. Yeah. And when they did, that wasn't what they were. Nope. They wear overalls, <laughs> you fucks, because they're plumbers. They're plumbers, see? It's just supposed to be their plumber clothes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's you and me. Set fire to the sets and start shooting the production team <laughs> that made Super Mario Brothers. Steve? Mm-hmm. Yes. Steve? Yes, Jason. Steve, friend? <laughs> I'm here. I'm right here. I'm right here with you. We're going to do this together. Okay. Just you and me. Yes. Just you and me, because I'm fairly certain. I uh, honestly don't know how you found a copy of this to watch. I I acquired a copy through certain means. So did I. Okay. (laughs) Nothing else. Because I wasn't going to fucking pay money for a DVD of this piece of (laughs) shit. No one is carrying it on streaming. Nobody. It is literally nowhere. Yeah. Well, we well, found exce- it. Yes, except for the, the, the particular outlets that Jason and myself frequented in order to find a copy. <laughs> actually, I just found one online. I didn't bit tour in it. Oh, really? I found one. You found one? I actually did find Yeah, I found wow. one. Do I, do I know if it's legal? I, I don't know. I bet it's not. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Steve? Yeah. Steve? Let's go. Okay. Let's do it. Let's be in you. Let's be in you. <sighs> okay. Run into the world of any other video game. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I fucking all the other video games that came after that got, this got closer to its source material, and that yeah. includes Resident Evil, which didn't get close by a <laughs> which, mile. Which which was adapted from a game that actually has a story that the movie yeah. just completely ignored, just fucking abandoned. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> actually, the story from the first Resident Evil game is shit. Oh yeah, I mean it's not a good story, but it's like you could have at least done something with it. Nah, fuck it. Completely different. No, no. We totally made up this this police team that run into a spoopy house and then, <laughs> and then it's like, okay, so there's zombies. Oh no, now they're giant frog people. Oh no, now there's giant there's giant animals. Okay, great. <laughs> Resident Evil. Da, 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 da. People keep saying they get so far away from the source material. Do you really want a movie where you have to run to a room to happen to find a blue jewel and a red jewel to run back to stick into the face of a statue to get into a room yeah. to find a newspaper article? 
that you no yeah, you don't no, want that you don't want you do not want they that. would have to cut certain things out <laughs> you want to be running around looking for a red plant and a green plant yeah, exactly and a blue plant <laughs> all right steve yes let's do this that made me feel a little bit better okay let's run into the world then to super mario brother steve take it away oh boy well we begin with the cruelest part of the movie What's that? Especially if you are actually a fan of the video game or, or watching it today are in any way nostalgic for the video game because it starts with Super Mario music. Yeah, it does. It starts with that iconic Super Mario Brothers theme song that starts whenever you start up the game. And we don't get a dark version no, of it? No, it's it's literally the same dun, the 8-bit dun, music. Dun, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. The epic trailer With version. Like a choir in the background. Yes, oh. and like a low, like, you know, Hans Zimmer rumble underneath it. Right. Uh, no, it's the actual Super Mario music. And it even has, like, 8-bit style, like, animation and stuff. Um, and then we go into this animated... You mean they cheaped out? Yeah. They cheaped out, Steve. Well... So we open up and there's a guy with a New York accent That's going, yes. It's the age of the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. Back in Brooklyn. And they were dinosaurs. They talked to each other in Brooklyn accents. And the animation is shitty. <laughs> it's like a video we game. Wanna, we didn't want to spend money on, you know, dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> what are we, Steven Spielberg over here? And, by the way, how many dinosaurs are in the Super Mario Brothers? No, I don't think what? there's any. No, because Yoshi doesn't come around until Super Mario World, the original video, the I've, original Super. No, yeah, yeah, that's no, mm, yeah, that's true. No, yeah. I've been told to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry for confusing you folks. Anyway, what if a media came and instead of killing the dinosaurs, it made an alternate dimension? And what if those dinosaurs? There's a lot of what ifs. <laughs> when I shut up, what if those dinosaurs, those dinosaurs evolved and created their own society? And what if again? What if? <laughs> I'm, okay, keep going, keep going. What if those dinosaurs wanted to come back? Ah, the premise. What if that media... Confused yet? What if the media... How many of you remember that from the video game? (laughs) What if the meteor had landed in Brooklyn instead of the Yucatan Peninsula? Which is where we know it landed. Anyway. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, so we get the cartoon... The the cartoon introduction of the incredibly confusing plot that doesn't need to... Mm -hmm. That does not need to be anywhere near that complex or confusing. Um, Nope. And then we cut to Brooklyn 20 years ago. Okay, so... Running concurrent with this. Yes. I'm going to put up my alternative. Oh, boy. Okay. 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 So we cut to Brooklyn, and what they don't tell us what No, they say is. 20 years ago. 20 yeah. years ago, and we see a lady. A lady. And she leaves something in front of a church. Yeah. And then she runs away, and she meets a guy in a military uniform in a subway or something. Okay, I don't know what it is. He comes out and goes boogie boogie, and then the entire <laughs> thing collapses on her, and I guess she's dead. She's dead, right? yeah, yeah. Her body is never and, found. And the nuns go open the bath, bath, the thing, and there's an egg in it. And then the egg hatches, and there's a baby. Yeah, and the nuns are like, let's keep this baby that just hatched out of an egg. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah. And then we go twenty years later. Yeah. Yeah. And we we meet we meet two guys. I would like to say it's Mario and Luigi, but they're just dressed like normal guys. They look nothing alike and they're brothers. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
and they're plumbers. That's right, but <coughs> they're having a hard time making ends meet yeah. because they owe money and they're three months back on their rent. And every time they show up at a place, there's a plumbing company called what? Scapelli. Scapelli's always get there. Cut to, well, I'm glad we learned all that. Cut to <laughs> a construction site that's being delayed because they found dinosaur bones there. That's right. That's right. And there's this girl named Daisy who is in charge of the of the the dinosaur, dinosaur the dinosaur thing. dig and and <gasps> Scapelli himself shows up because Scapelli isn't just an, a plumbing company, it's also a construction company. And he's in charge of this construction site. And he's like, hey, stop digging for dinosaur mm-hmm. bones. We have a thing to build here. Sure. So alternate, alternate script. Okay. We meet Mario and Luigi and they're plumbers and they're wearing plumbers outfits. Makes sense. Don't have to be exact like the thing. They don't have to be wearing overalls with, I think, what is usually red, um, red uh, turtleneck sweaters. Right. But they should be wearing overalls, maybe a nice hat, right? Sure. A hat that maybe, and he gives him the hat at the very beginning, and he says, Luigi, put this on. And he's like, why? And he says, because there's an L on it. I got him made special. And he's like, I don't like this. <laughs> this is dumb. And they have some problems. <laughs> and they show up at a house, and the lady in the house says, I keep hearing weird noises below the house, and I think the plumbing's gone gone weird. Right? Makes sense. Right? Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. And while she's walking down there, she says, you know, or maybe the kid of the woman says, you know, this house is haunted. Lots of people have disappeared going down there. And they're like, what are you talking about? And they go downstairs, and there's a big green pipe that's hidden under a canvas, and they fall in it. <laughs> that sounds perfectly fine for the beginning of and a they, Super Mario Brothers movie. And they pop up in the Mushroom Kingdom. That's it. That's yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> That's it. back in the actual actual movie that they that they fucking made, um, we are meeting. The, yeah, and she's got dinosaur bones. And then we cut to two people in a car yeah. looking at her. Right, right, right. They've been sent by Koopa. That we we learn this from their from their dialogue. They've been sent by Koopa mm-hmm. to kidnap somebody to a uh, kidnap a girl, but they don't know which girl. They just have like a description of her, and apparently. They have abducted the wrong girl several times, but now they're pretty sure. That's right. Now they're pretty sure that, that Daisy here is the one that they want. And they're dumb, and they argue with each yeah. other all the time. And and because yeah. it's I hate. That's it. their character. Anyway, they're like yeah. It's basically like they're the part. They're like the bad boys part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. And then for some reason, Luigi and Mario meet. What's her face at the Scapelli site? Well, no, they they she when... she leaves the Scapelli site because she she needs to find a phone and in New York City in 1993 she has to walk several blocks away to find a phone booth <laughs> okay um, and then and then yeah, they, meet, they meet and then yeah. Lu- Luigi falls in love with her because he's the main character of the story not Mario and <laughs> you know Mario gets him to ask her out and so now we go out on a date with yeah, them yeah it's a double date because Mario has a girlfriend Daniela that's right and it's a double date and they're dressed. They they're dressed. They don't wear. Co- they're not. They don't look. Why are we doing they're this? They're dressed like just. Why yeah. is this here? 
because you need to see those those cutaways while Luigi and Daisy are talking. You need to see those cutaway shots to uh, mm-hmm. Bob Hop- Hoskins slurping spaghetti. Okay, who has nothing to do? He has He's nothing just, yeah, to do. Yeah, no, his character is completely useless in this scene. He's just like, "Hey, I'm his brother." But uh oh, someone kidnaps Daisy. Oh no. And they chase them down, and I guess, into the sewers, and then eventually they come up uh, uh, to a talking wall. <laughs> yeah, and Daisy's face like sticks out of it a few times, and she's like, Luigi, help! Yeah, and Luigi's like, I'm going to get you because I'm in love with you now, and he jumps. Yeah. He jumps through it. He jumps it, through the then... quicksand wall, and Mario's mm-hmm. like, this is crazy, but then he jumps through it. Right, and then... <laughs> And then he goes, he has a Doctor Strange moment where he's just like tumbling. Yeah. And it looks awful. Everything looks awful. I hate all of it. (laughs) But then we get the henchmen and they come back. And I guess they're setting up something that they drop later on where Koopa Koopa is afraid of germs? He's a big germaphobe. Yeah. He's always like washing his hands and. In wax? Yeah. I think, yeah, he puts his, yeah, this, yeah, the first scene, he puts his hands in wax or latex or something and then it gets peeled off. I guess that's the way he cleans his hands. I don't know. But yeah. 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 And they come up and they say, we got the girl. Right? Yeah. Or do they? No, yeah, no, no what, he's just talking. Well, yeah. He's just, no, they haven't done it he's yet. He's monologuing because, to uh, Lena. Yeah. Right. And so then Mario and Luigi are chasing them through a city that isn't New York. No, you know what it's called. I don't know what... You know what it's called. No, I don't fucking care what it's called. I, I don't think it... it I, I don't think it's ever called this by anybody in the movie, but in all the, the notes about the movie, it's referred to as Dino Hatton. Great. What, whatever. And they chase them, and then she gets put in a car, and she gets she gets driven away, and and she's got a rock yeah. necklace yeah. that somehow comes off of her, and then a big lady gets it, and they're like, "Give us that!" And she's the, and then oh Jesus, and then she jumps away, kind of. They're kind of like boots. <laughs> yeah, but they have yeah, they're like pneumatic, like they. Yeah, but they you hover in the air. They're, slow? they're boots that make you jump and then float perfectly vertically, <laughs> and just kind of float to where you're going. <laughs> right, yeah. and then she gets away. Oh no! And then Mario and Luigi get arrested. Yeah, and they go, "Hey, you see how much of the Mushroom Kingdom is there? This makes no oh boy." And so. They get arrested and they get then they get put in jail and on their way. Oh, that's right, because they meet a guy named Toad who's a street who's a street musician, musician. Yeah, and he doesn't and, like and Koopa. We'll, this the whole city's run by this Koopa guy, and Toad's like, "This Koopa guy sucks. Right. Fuck him!" And then the cops arrest him because you're not allowed to shit talk Koopa. That's a crime. That's right, yeah. and that's that's against the law. And then they go to jail, and then they while they're in jail, uh, I don't care anymore. And do you I like do, 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 do you like how uh, they how twelve monkeys stole their uh, their prison de- their prison design because it's the exact same prison from Twelve Monkeys. No, it's it's not. very it's very similar. It's very similar. Shut up. It's Steve. the boxes and multi. I'm feelings. sorry. I, it's nothing like that. It's nothing like that. Thank you. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, Koopa finds out that there are a couple of plumbers, and he pretends to be a lawyer briefly. Why? <laughs> for no, no reason. reason. For no reason. Because he, he immediately gives it up. <laughs> like, yeah. they, they catch him that in, like, one little Koopa. inconsistency, and he's like, you got me, I'm Koopa. <laughs> 
and then he takes them to his headquarters. Everything looks like it's the inside of a factory yep. because everything is the inside of a factory. Yep. And um, he takes Toad and he puts him in a machine and he de-evolves him so that Toad has a gigantic man body and a tiny little dinosaur. Yep, head. and he's super dumb. And he says, and they call him, he calls him Goombas. Right, right, right. And it's these shit-eating morons that he's going to use to invade Earth. Sure. Right? Yeah, that's that's the threat. That's the threat of the movie, that's, yes. That's the threat. He has a bunch of Goombas that are dumb who carry no weapons. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very obvious that it's just a guy that has a big puppet head yeah. on top of his regular head. Yes, exactly. The, and they just they just walk around. The, the effect is less than convincing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, he intends he's gonna devolve Mario and uh, Luigi, but something happens. They get away. Yeah, I don't. They, well, I, I, how. Mario I, Mario shoves Koopa into the chair, and he goes into the de-evolution right. machine for like literally like a second before he gets pulled out. But but they they use that distraction to run away. And they indicate, oh, maybe something's wrong with Koopa. Yeah. Right? Oh, his eyeball changed a little bit. <laughs> then we get a we get a mainstay in in Super Mario Brothers games, a car oh, chase. Oh boy, you're, everybody remembers those fun as hell car chases from the video game Super Mario That's Brothers. Right. Yeah. And all these cars have sparks flying off them. Yeah. And they have these little extender things like you see electrical bus systems in big cities yeah. have or maybe bumper cars. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But nine times out of ten, they're not touching anything to provide them with power. No. And there's a whole backstory about it, about how the dinosaurs won't use oil because they feel it's sacred. Get it? Ha, 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 ha. That's fun. Get because, it? So because dinosaurs. Can, that's right. Yeah. But then they, they chase them and they chase them and they chase them. Meanwhile, Lena Lena's bad. She's Koopa's super mean girlfriend. We keep having these. Yeah, he's Koopa's super mean girlfriend, and she's bad to everybody. And um, and then Koopa takes his dumb henchmen and makes them smart, right? Sort of. <laughs> sort of. And then, uh, of course, he has Princess Daisy, and he kind of tries to hit on her. Yeah, right? yeah, he does. Yeah, he puts, he makes her dress in like and a dress. And he reveals to her, dun dun dun, that she's a dinosaur. That's right. She's she's from here. So everybody so far that we've that describes themselves as a dinosaur, they do not look like a dinosaur no. because that would cost money. They're just people, and so they're just people walking around. And they tell her, you know, he tells her that his no. So she wants to know who her father is. Well, I'll just cut to the chase. Her father is the king of the Mushroom Kingdom, and he's been turned into a fungus that is spreading all over the city, right, Steve? Right, which, so shouldn't Daisy be like half dinosaur, half mushroom then, at least? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So her, her father was and a mushroom that had sex with a dinosaur. That's okay. right. And so after he hits on her and waggles his tongue at her, which I'm sure would have been an explicit sex scene in the original version of the <laughs> exactly, script. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, get, she gets left alone and she meets what I assume is Yoshi. That's, yeah, suppose, supposedly that is Yoshi, yes. Who I don't even think is a dinosaur in the video games. He's dinosaur-ish. I mean... I think he's a dragon. Oh, is he supposed to be a dragon? I think yeah. he is. I'm not sure. 
I know when no one should invest that much time or energy thinking about it. <laughs> he's either a dinosaur or he's a dragon. If they had chosen to show him as a dragon in this, I would have been fine. Meanwhile, Mario and Luigi had gotten away and they're out in a, you know, what you normally shoot in when you have no budget. <laughs> they had a budget, but they're shooting in a quarry. Yep. Right? yep. Or, or as it, it's, it's genius, supposed to be the desert. I don't care. Anyway, they the the two smart henchmen chase after him, and they get captured, and they're like, you're going to help us find... So they explain, finally, at the hour mark, <laughs> what's going on. That the necklace that Daisy had around her neck had a piece of the meteorite, which controls the border between our world and their world. Sure. And that Koopa's gonna use <laughs> Neen's Daisy to open up the portal so he can invade Earth because everyone's running out of resources on, on Dinosaur World. Right? right. Which apparently consists of one desert and one city. Exactly. The whole planet. The whole planet is just a desert except for this city, yeah. Right. So they describe the lady that took the rock and they know her because... Because, you know, Dino, whatever it is, is populated by about 15. Well, now there's tons of extras, yeah. right? And they say, you need to go to this club. And then they start wearing their clothes. They wear the henchman's clothes and they go to a club and they see Bertha. And then we get the scene that we all wanted recreated from the video games. Mario walking up to this gigantic woman and flirting with yeah, her. Yeah, everybody's favorite part of the video game is the Mario flirting level where he has to seduce... <laughs> Uh, a lady who is a bouncer at a nightclub and then surreptitiously steal her meteorite necklace. That's yeah. right, where they slow dance and rub up against each other and he shoves his face into her cleavage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, dow- that's uh, down an A if you're, playing, if you're playing on the original Nintendo. It's down an A to shove Mario's face Me- into her cleavage. Shut up. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lena tells Daisy, oh yeah, your mom is dead and your dad's a mushroom so <laughs> and then she for whatever reason she shows up at this club after mario gets the stone but then mario drops the stone and now lena has the stone yep then we have a scene in which king koopa who is pointing a gun at nobody <laughs> he's pointing a gun at the tv because that's how they work their tvs with laser guns Okay. Like Duck Hunt. See, it's a Duck Hunt reference. No, I don't care. I prefer that he's pointing a gun at nobody. <laughs> yeah. He orders. He, order, he orders a fucking. He pizza. orders a pizza for some reason mm-hmm. because they really wanted Dennis it's, Hopper to work. <laughs> so now Mario and Luigi break into King Koopa's b- building. Right. And they've got to sneak past all the Goombas, and they turn off. The heat? <laughs> yes, they turn off the heat, which makes the pipes instantly freeze. Which does what exactly? What what does that do? I, how does that help? Well, and also, how does that happen when it's we've established it's a desert planet? <laughs> like, mm. is it doesn't? Yeah. Meanwhile, the henchmen the henchmen change sides. Right, right. right? They support the princess now. That's right. And then Mario and Luigi find. Um, well, they find the wrong clothes. <laughs> they find, yeah, they find green and red clothes. So at least they're the color of their characters, right? right? The, yeah. Except reversed. Yeah, yeah. Instead of bl- both of them wearing blue overalls with a green with a green shirt for Luigi and a, and a red shirt for Mario. No, wait, Mario wears red. Mario overalls, has red. He? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So it's kind of like they're now wearing these kind of jumpsuits for no reason, and they're bouncing around on the on the fungus. Luigi won't shut up about trying to find Daisy and rescuing Daisy, and it's constantly him saying, "I'm gonna come find you, Daisy," and I don't I don't care. And then Koopa shows her what her dad is. Right? Yeah, look, he's a mushroom. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lena is out for her own, and she's not telling anybody. And then Mario runs into Daisy, and Daisy saves the life of a Goomba. <laughs> I can't do this, Steve. <laughs> I... And then they, he, she finds out that his girlfriend's there, along with a lot of other girls. And then he says, well, let's get out of here. And they grab a mattress, and they open up a pipe, and they slide down this pipe being chased by the Goombas, right? Yeah. And in a lot of the shots in this fucking sequence, you can see the goddamn rope pulling the goddamn (laughs) sled down the pipe. They get out, they land in the street, and oh no, Lena's gonna put the crystal into the... No, she doesn't yet. She goes out onto the street and she gets electrocuted. She does not die. No, she just gets a Bride of Frankenstein hairstyle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now she's going to go put the crystal into the into the meteor, and that'll do. That'll that'll something that'll cause the two dimensions to remerge for some reason. That's right. So Luigi and Daisy go after her, and Mario fucks around. <laughs> yes, for a long time. For a long time with King Koopa, and he takes out this little thing that's a wind-up thing called the bomb. That they spent three dollars on, <laughs> and is like one of the most accurate, heavily featured, and, and one of the most yeah. accurate things that they decided to pull from the video game because there are actually right, bo- but they did it in the yeah, shittiest it's, it's way. It's like the cheapest, most half-ass thing, and it's one of the only things in this movie that actually comes from the video game. <laughs> it's a goddamn wind-up toy from KB yeah, Hobbies. Yeah. It is not big. No, it's yeah, it's like it fits. But in everyone's your terrified of it, apparently. Yeah. Meanwhile, King Koopa and him continue to fight and fight and fight, and the the bomb keeps going around, and and Mario is pretending that he has the rock, and he's tricking them, and then Lena tries to put the stone into the thing, and she gets killed horribly. Oh boy, she becomes a skeleton on the wall, (coughs) and Luigi immediately makes a joke, (laughs) and then it's like it never happened. Yep. Meanwhile, Daisy and him are trying to get the rock out of the meteor, and um, all of a sudden, because the rock is in the meteor, King Koopa and Mario and some of the Goombas suddenly appear in New York, right? Yeah. And King Koopa's plan is to de-evolve humans into monkeys. Right. And he sees Scapelli, and he shoots Scapelli with the gun, and he devolves not into a monkey, but into a great ape, a chimpanzee. Yeah. And we all think that's and funny. And Koopa says, and, monkey! Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but then they, they get transported back. Right, because Luigi manages to pull the shard back out of the meteor. That's right. And then, then Luigi, after that's done, Luigi comes back and he puts on some of those stupid boots and he jumps around <laughs> and he saves Mario. And then King Koopa blows up because of the bomb. And then for some reason he starts de evolving. Yeah, I think somebody at some point shoot, a, a big somebody r- shoots him with one of the yeah. guns and he de evolves into a. And he turns into a. a big rubber head sticking yeah. out of a bucket. Yeah. And that's what he turns into. That's right. 
But, oh, now it's time. Uh, they, they defeated him. Everyone's like, yay, you defeated Koopa. And then they all go back to the meteor because Daisy's going to use her part of the rock to make the portal. And then they're going to go away. And she has to stay because of reasons. <laughs> and, oh, we briefly see Lance Henderson. Yeah, he gets re-evolved into a person. And he's like, hey, I'm in the movie. And that's all he says. <laughs> and then... She does it, and they jump through, and we get a three weeks later, and Mario and Luigi are watching television, and they're still talking about that time that some people showed up. Yes. <laughs> and turned a man into a monkey, and then disappeared, and apparently their their story is all over the news still. Yes, right? after three weeks. And they're getting ready to eat, but oh, guess who shows <gasps> up? It's Daisy. And she's like, you got to come with me and help me. And they're like, okay. And then the movie's over. A freeze freeze frame on Daisy, smiling, yeah. holding a gun. Awkwardly. And, <laughs> hey, Steve, I bet you thought, I bet you thought, I bet you thought that only Marvel ever came up with an end credits scene. Huh? I did used to think that, but I was wrong. Now there's one at the end of Young of Young Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> remember that one? I remember that one. And there's one, one at and there's one like, at the end and there's one at the end of Mass. Your name, sir, and it's like Moriarty and you're like, Oh Ooh, I can't wait for that movie. What? And there's one at the end of, of Masters of the Universe. Remember when Skeletor That's his, right. I'll be his back. little head pops up from the water and he's like, They're gonna make a sequel, yep. I know it. <laughs> What's the one on this one, Steve? Oh, well, um, Iggy and Spike, the henchmen, are sitting on a couch, and they're talking to two Japanese people. And the Japanese right. the Japanese guys are like, well, that's a heck of a story. <laughs> that's a heck of an act. What do you call it? <laughs> <laughs> and they're covered in shit and, and semen, and they're like, the aristocrats. The aristocrats. Uh, no, they, they say, the Japanese guys say, well, we would love to make a video game based on your adventures what do you your adventures what do you think we should yeah. call it and they and they cut over to who to iggy and spike and they say well why don't we call it iggy's world and then spike says why don't we call it the indomitable spike and then they look at each other mm -hmm. and they say let's call it the super koopa cousins right that's like then the, the game but it's not and then the movie lets you out of its mouth you, you may go and it done <laughs> The movie is over. Steve? Steve? Yes, Jason. Yes. Steve, let's see if we can make this, this show less than an oh, hour. Oh, oh. <laughs> How do you feel <laughs> about this fucking monstrosity where no one pumped the brakes? Yeah. Not exactly. once. Ever. <laughs> What? How do you feel about Super Mario Brothers? You know, I'm very sorry to say that no, it's not. no, it's no better than I thought it was when I was 13. <laughs> you saw it. When I saw it in the theater. Didn't. I saw it in the theater when it came out. Yeah. Um, oh, you're raised by wolves. Jesus I know. Christ. My parents were so neglectful. Go see the Super Mario Brothers movie. Your parents were like, at least he's out of the house. Get him out. You know, our Stevie doesn't like talking to people. Maybe he'll meet someone there. I didn't. Um, <laughs> so, like, I don't know what I expected a movie based on Super Mario Brothers to be like. But mm -hmm. I know I didn't expect it to be like this. Um, however, it's not a bad movie because it's not very much like the video game. 
Um, I know a lot of gamers were upset by that at the time. I remember that. But I don't really give a shit. I think a movie should be judged on its own merit, not by sure. how faithful it is to any source material. And and, and mm. judged on its own merit as a movie, Super Mario Brothers is clumsy and clunky and inconsistent and unfunny. And worst of all, it is so boring. Um, yep. And to me, those last two are really like the cardinal sins. It's 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 the worst kind of yeah. boring. It's the they're trying desperately to keep you. Yeah, engaged. it's it's desperate. Exactly, it's desperate. Like, it's not that it's a bad video game movie because there are lots of those. It's that it's also a failed comedy, which is surely yep. the lowliest and most pitiful kind of movie there is. Um, Mm -hmm. has a fantastic cast, you know, really good actors playing these roles. And we see these actors for the entirety of this interminable 100 minutes that this movie lasts. Mm -hmm. All these actors do for that entire time is try their best to make something out (coughs) of awful material. Um, I don't understand the director's intention to try and make this a gritty movie. Uh, the inherent silliness of it makes it all impossible to take seriously on any level. And even if you do s- say, hey, let's try to take it seriously, what uh, what are the stakes here? Like, wh- why are we supposed to be invested in the outcome? What What's the worst that could happen that Koopa succeeds and is able to merge these two worlds? So what? Like, wh- when that, when, when that yeah. happens momentarily near the end, the only thing that seems to happen is that people from Dino Hatton materialize in the human world... And that's it. Like sure. nothing gets destroyed. Nothing even seems threatened. Nope. Like just some people from Koopas. Oh, wait a minute. You forgot. Oh, what? The Twin Towers. That's the Twin Towers are a little different. Yeah. Hey. Hey, oh my god, you think they're part of the conspiracy? You, you <laughs> think the producers of Super Mario Brothers were in on it like 8 years before? Um but like so there you know we, there's it doesn't seem like it, what oh oh no the Koopa army or the the Goomba army sure seems like a threat. <laughs> like the the, mm-hmm. the U.S. military would never be able to put that down in about ten minutes. Um, so like it doesn't seem to be that big. Even if Koopa succeeds, it's like oh so what? Like there'd be a few more there'd yeah. be a few more people on our side that we'd have to figure out what to do with. I'm fairly certain our machine guns will take <laughs> yeah. care of them. It I, yeah, I'm pretty sure if you shoot a Goomba, it'll die. If you shoot a Goomba with a bullet, yeah. that's it. So dramatically, there's nothing here to give a shit about. And comedically, there's not a laugh in the entire movie. There are attempts at quippy, rapid-fire dialogue, but none of it is actually clever, so it's just characters babbling at one another. The physical comedy falls flat. Bits of it are poorly conceived, badly executed, and, and usually end up going nowhere. And there are just endless stretches of the movie where it's characters just doing stuff that that it that mm-hmm. isn't interesting and isn't funny and doesn't progress the story and it seems like it's only there to prolong the movie so you know is the movie anything like the video game no not at all but that's not the problem nope. the, the problem is it's a bad movie regardless of what it's based on but there is one difference between the movie and the game that is relevant and that is that the game is fun Why did Super Mario Brothers become the most popular video game franchise in history? Why did it become such a big part of pop culture in the 80s and 90s that even people who didn't play video games knew what it was? And part of it, mm-hmm. part of it was that Super Mario Brothers was the game that came with the Nintendo Entertainment System. So, like everybody who had a Nintendo had it. But the main reason, yeah, Captain Lou didn't no, make it. Famous. No, Captain Lou came along later. <laughs> but 
But the the main reason was those games are fun. And like I'm not a I'm not a gamer. I've never really been a gamer. But when I was a kid and a teenager, I had an NES, and I was like a casual gamer. Um, I, it didn't take up a huge amount of my time, but it was something I would do. Like if I, we if I had friends over, we were hanging out. We played Nintendo, or I you know. Um, I had a decent game collection and I played and I have some fond memories of being 10 or 11 or 12 or 13 sitting on the old couch in the basement with my brother or my friend who lived down the street who whose name was also Jason coincidentally um, oh and was it, it me th- yes it, it was, was you does Steve know that no he doesn't <laughs> um, and playing Nintendo and they're, they're, they're fond memories because it was fun and even now, mm-hmm. even now at age 42, I put on one of those original three Mario games and I start playing it and I'm having fun. Like, they're great games. The, the yep. movie is no fun at all. Nope. And that's really, if you, if you want to compare it to the video games, who gives a shit how it's, it's different as far as the story and the characters and the, you know, the world and the, the different sort of trappings of it. Yeah, that's, that's all completely different. That doesn't really matter to me. The, the thing that matters the most is it's no fun at all, not even for a second. No. So there you go. That's what I have to say. Your turn. Here's what I have to say. I've never seen a movie where the production company and the people making it were so goddamn afraid of the source material. Oh, boy, yeah. They were, they wanted it. They knew it was popular. They wanted the name. But when it came to the actual source material, they freaked the fuck out, as near as I can tell. (laughs) And they wanted it to be anything aside from what could be a simple story made for kids that adults could enjoy. So I started this whole thing off, right? You have Mario, you have Luigi, they're plumbers. They're wearing what they normally wear in the video games. But let's say Mario is getting a little tired of his life as a plumber. He finds no adventure in it. You set up something. He and Luigi had these big plans of doing other things, seeing the world or doing whatever. You kind of set it up that maybe they have some disappointments in life. They go to this house where people have disappeared over the years. No one knows why. They uncover a green pipe. They stumble in it and they pop into the Mushroom Kingdom. There you go. That took 15 minutes. (laughs) Now you're in the Mushroom Kingdom. It's brightly colored. There's rolling hills, green grass. And before they can even get adjusted to where are we, they stumble upon Princess Peach. Remember her? She ain't in this movie, is she? No, (laughs) Princess Daisy. Uh Uh-huh. And they run into her. They say, who are you? She's running away from something. They don't know what it is. Then they all get captured by Goombas, which look like Goombas. They look like the things in the thing. They get carted off to a castle. And then they get introduced to Koopa, who wants to take over the Mushroom Kingdom. Mario and Luigi escape, and he still has her. And then they start discovering, oh, wow, we can jump really high. Oh, wow, we can smash blocks. Oh, wow, if I pick this flower, I can shoot fucking fireballs out of my hands. Hey, look, if you jump on top of this turtle, he closes all of his legs and you can kick him. You can kick him far away. And he knocks people down if he hits them. <laughs> That's right. And then he meets up with other people in the Mushroom Kingdom. They rally their forces. They go save the princess. And at the end, they have the opportunity to refine the, t- you know, the, the pipe that got them there and they can go back home and they decide to stay because this is a life that they prefer the end it's an hour and a half long it's made for kids you slip in some jokes that's it yeah. simple easy what did we get i know let's make it like blade runner but grosser <laughs> exactly let's put in things that aren't even in the game 
Let's just let's let's do lip service to things that are in the game, like Goombas and the bomb and you know i think we briefly glimpse that there's a what are those things those bullets called i can't remember what they're called in the game oh fuck what are they called who cares i don't know um you know and we mentioned mushroom king that they thought oh we're paying homage to the video game by putting in that the king turned into a fungus and that's like a mushroom and at at this point i said who are you making this movie for right that's kind of what I, i thought through this entire thing you're terrified of the source material because you don't want to make a kids movie, which I guarantee you, if you had done exactly what I said and you had a good script with funny with that was funny and with good characters, it would have made money. Of course, it would have. It was the most popular video game ever. Uh huh. But instead, they started making a movie for themselves. I don't think they were interested in Mario Brothers. They were interested in making what they wanted to make. And they were like, oh, we're paying homages to this, that. And I said, but who's picking up on that? What five-year-old is picking up on the idea that fungus and mushrooms is is you alluding to mushrooms? Mm -hmm. And why would they give a shit, right? Why would they give a shit about it? I watched this whole movie, and they were like, we spent a lot of money. And I said, yeah, you did, but you also made a lot of cheap decisions. That's why you, when you decided on dinosaurs, that's why all the dinosaurs now look like people. <laughs> yeah. They just look like fucking people. Oh, and we got an evolution beam. Okay, great. And you can devolve people and evolve them. But they don't turn into dinosaurs. They turn into whatever the fuck a Goomba <laughs> is in this in this movie. That's why Toad doesn't look like Toad. They used a character who had a name Toad. That's it. Yeah. His There's name. There's nothing else about him that has any nothing connection else to is the source a material. Six foot two, Mojo Nixon, who's a street performer. <laughs> and when you, I mean, Jesus Christ, you know what? I would have made it. I would have cast Danny DeVito as Mario. I would have cast somebody else as Luigi. I don't know anybody next to anyone next yeah. to Danny DeVito. He's going to be, be taller tall, yeah. than him. There would have been a romantic, a romantic thing in it with Mario, not with yeah. Luigi. Fuck because him. Mario is the main character, or should be, ought to be. <laughs> That's right. Mario <laughs> is the main character, right? And that would have been perfectly fine. Do I think Hoskins is bad as Mario? No, but he's not playing Mario. He's not playing no. anybody. No one's playing anything. No. There's no King Koopa in this. There's no nothing. And while I'm more of a stickler to the source material, I'm only making a, a thing about this is that they weren't adapting shit. No. They were just making stuff up and, and kind of tacking Mario words mm-hmm. on it. And then putting it out there and then scratching their big thick monkey craniums trying to figure out why it didn't make any money why because it didn't connect to the audience that was gonna go see it your original script that you wanted it to be a little bit like ghostbusters meets the wizard of oz hey here's a funny idea those two things don't mix (laughs) and you can't really force them to mix two wildly different tones Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i can guarantee you that there's no six to six to twelve year old who necessarily wants to watch a Mario movie that has an extended blowjob illusion to it, like Ghostbusters no. did. Right? There shouldn't be any adults that want to see that either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So they made a movie that was inaccessible to adults because it's so chaotic yeah. and so broken and so fractured. Um, and, and it didn't appeal to kids, or at least to the kids that were playing the goddamn video games. Because there was nothing in there that was recognizable. There was none of the fun. You know what? I mean, I in a sea 
of murky, always set at night in some kind of fucking warehouse movies that came out in the early 90s. Yeah. If you had made a Mario Brothers with bright green hills and giant mushrooms and castles and a giant turtle monster and an actual Yoshi that looked like Yoshi, that movie would have stood out so much that people would be talking about it today. Absolutely. But everyone was scared of it. And they went, and they may not have admitted it. They may not have said, oh, I'm scared of the source material. But they were, because look how hard they veered. And there's nothing recognizable from the source material in this. No. Including names and naming characters after things. No. Having to actually have someone say out loud at the end of it, the Super Mario Brothers. You know what would have made them Super Mario Brothers? It would have been a John Carter story. But in Mushroom Kingdom, they're super right. strong. They can jump really high. They can break They can break stuff. And they're basically superheroes in, that, in this yeah, world. Yeah, exactly. Hence... Yeah. Hence the Super Mario Brothers. You don't give them a last name. When someone goes, who are you? You say, Luigi says, oh, I'm Mario's brother, Luigi. Yeah. That's, that's it. We don't have an <laughs> extended sequence where they have to explain that both of their last names are Mario. And that one of them is named Mario Mario and the other one's named Luigi Mario. Was that funny to anybody? <laughs> was it even funny to the writer when he was writing it? No, no it wasn't. This is an ugly, pointless movie. And I know they wanted it to make a jillion dollars. And I don't... This is how deluded people can be, right? At no point, at no point during production did they sit down and look at the video game. They didn't look at it and then look back at the set and then look at the video game and then look back at the set. At no point did someone start vomiting while doing it or crying or resigning and leaving. It was, you know, if they wanted to do it and it was too expensive, make it a cartoon. Sure. Well, yeah. We could do it now if we wanted to. We could make a live action and put them in all the CG sets that you could possibly stand. There, apparently, there's going to be a Mario, uh, an yeah. animated Mario movie from DreamWorks yeah. or Illuminations or whatever the fuck it is. Next, next year, year, yeah. And if it's good, great. But at no point did anybody stop and say, how far have we got? Who are we making this movie yeah. for? What is the point of this? Ultimately, they're always going to be well to make money. And I have a feeling that this was sunk cost going out of control. Oh, for sure. They had purchased the rights for one of the most popular things in the world at that time. And they had to do something. And they gave it to a bunch of fucking morons. You know who they should have given it to? I'm asking a question because I honestly don't know who I would have given this movie to. Give it to Tim Burton and he would have Tim fucked Burton it up. would have would have fucked it up in a different way. Um, yes, he would have. I don't know, maybe like Zemeckis or. When did Mario become a, a skinny, sunken-eyed weirdo? <laughs> I mean, it would have been like someone like Zemeckis or Spielberg or somebody who could have been like a producer, but not actually direct it, and found someone else to actually direct it, but to sort of set the tone and be like, "All right, the video game is fun and brightly colored, so we need yeah. to come up with some version of that for the movie." You know, not. I would have given it to Brad Bird. Oh, hey, yeah. I would have given it to someone who understands child content, but can add a, a, an adult sense of humor to something yeah. without it being overt or sexual right. or whatever. Um, I would have given it to someone who could actually create a. a sim- Granted, I'm not talking about anything complicated. It's a simple storyline. Two guys show up in this place. They save some people. They decide to stay. Yeah, because they like their lives there, right? Easy. Last Starfighter. Yeah, it doesn't have to be complicated. It shouldn't be complicated. 
No, but what did they do? Well, we fucking, there's dinosaurs and there's a rock and it hit a thing and then there was a, a lady and she put a b- egg and the baby came out of the egg and she's got a stone and they've got a week and a thing and there's people who are de-evolving and at yeah. some point someone should have said, stop, 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 put the cocaine straw down. Exactly. So, yeah, I fucking hate it. I fucking, I fucking hate it and i'm i'm to the people who watched it as a little kid and they still have fond memories if you're watching this as a goddamn adult and pretending that it's good good for you good for you it's keeping it's it's keeping you sane i suppose but i cannot watch this without seeing all of the insecurities of a studio the insecurities of the writers and just i think the only person that was having a good time was the guy who was designing those cars those cars were pretty (laughs) cool (laughs) yeah which by the way at one point by the way in the story (laughs) at one point during the chase scene luigi slams on the brakes and the car stops that's right, yes. Right? Later on in the same chase scene, they don't have any brakes. I guess he broke them. He broke the brakes when he slammed them that first time. <laughs> he broke? Did he, he bro- break I the guess brakes? so. The okay. brakes were broke. Well, you know, it's about mm. what you said a minute ago about the, um, you know, people who liked it when they were kids, right? Because like, yeah. I saw it when I was 13. I didn't really like it at the time. Um, but here's the thing, right? Because there's things that I liked as a kid that now I watch as an adult and sure. I realize that they're not good, but I still like them. So it's okay if you're someone who saw Super Mario Brothers, the movie, when you were a kid and you still like it as an adult, that's fine. Mm -hmm. That's fine. It's also fine to admit that not everything you loved when you were a kid is actually good when you watch it as an adult. Like. I love love the the He-Man and She-Ra Secret of the Sword movie. When mm-hmm. we reviewed it on the show, I did not try to convince you that it was good. <laughs> like, I, mm-hmm. I acknowledge that it is not a good movie. I like it for nostalgic reasons. I don't try to make an argument that, well, actually, it's a great film if you think about it. No, it's not. I don't think that. It's, and that's okay. I don't need it to be. It is what it is. You know, if you mm-hmm. like Super Mario Brothers because you went to see it with your mom or your dad when you were 10 years old and, you know, it makes you think warm, fuzzy feelings about your... That's great, but that doesn't make it a good movie. No. You know what it kind of reminds me of? What? <laughs> Remember, I think this was in the 90s, maybe it was the 90s, maybe it was the noughties, when McFarlane Toys were making twisted versions of, like, characters from Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Or, or fucking The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. This is what it kind of reminds me of. If McFarlane Toys made a series of toys. That's a good, yeah. That based off of of, and it's like that's stupid. I thought that I yeah. I hated yeah, all. Yeah, but of that them. is a good. That's a, that's a good them. reference for sure. Yeah, it does feel mm-hmm. kind of like that. It's it's industrial and dark, and there's a lot of rusty metal, and it's like yeah. what? Where are you getting that well, from? And, and, and the, the the question <laughs> is always, but why? <laughs> like, or, or like you were asking, like, who is this for? Like, who? Yeah, who is? Who this asked for, for this? <laughs> you know? Right. Like, <laughs> you obviously didn't make it for adults, but there's nothing in here that kids will like. All the kids are waiting for is to see a turtle and for Mario to right, jump that's on it. it. And that never happens. They want Mario to bump his head against a brick and for a big flower to come out of it. <laughs> and then he touches the flower and he can throw fireballs. And he grows, <laughs> or he can throw the fireballs, or he, grow, and he, or he gets a mushroom and he grows He grows big. to twice his size. That's what we want to see. Right. <laughs> and the world doesn't need to make sense. No. The world doesn't need to make it, sense. If you establish it as this fantasy world, it doesn't need no, to that, make that sense. No, that can be liberating. You can steer into the absurdity of it 
But what they did was that they were so afraid of this fantasy-based game with castles and dragons and monsters, and they turned it into science fiction, which wasn't what it is. Can you imagine if someone took Lord of the Rings and tried to turn it into science fiction? Well, there'd be a revolt. There'd yeah, be a revolt. Well, yeah, there would the, be a, there, of the, obscene the nerds, there would be a the revolt. The nerds would burn cities to the ground. Like, it, they, it, would, it would not stand. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. So, instead of Middle Earth, it's called Techno Earth or some bullshit. <laughs> yes. And the hobbits are just people of normal height. Yeah, they're, they're just, just normal people. height people just wandering around. <laughs> uh, <sighs> you know, Gandalf is a technomancer. Yeah, he, and he knows how to he knows how to utilize the web <laughs> to do something. I don't know. Absolutely. That would everybody no. would love that. Steve, please recommend something. Please. Oh sure. Well, because I just saw thirty years down the line, and someone is someone will be like, "Well, we're rebooting Lord of the Rings," but check this out. <laughs> and they there's a picture of Gandalf with like a robot arm, with his staff permanently attached to it. And it's a steel. Oh pole. god! And then somebody a few weeks later finds that dude floating in a river. I'm telling you, <laughs> Tolkien fans do not fuck around. They take that shit seriously. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think, like, like I mean, Star Trek fans like to piss and moan about stuff, but we ain't never killed nobody over it. Tolkien fans will kill somebody. We'll cut it. Because you, you, you all actually have, like, knives and swords and shit. <laughs> like, you've, right. got, you've got, it's like, no, we literally have swords. You've got plastic toys that go. Yeah. Pew, we, pew. we have pretend ray guns, some of us. That mm-hmm. you maybe we pay actual people who make swords to make right. actual usable like, battle swords based on the based from the movies and from the like books. You all, if you all were of a mind, you could raise an army and fuck some people up before the before the cops finally brought you down. <laughs> like I'm telling you, the guy, the guy, the, the the first guy to pitch that you know Lord of the Rings, but sci-fi. He's, mm-hmm. he's gonna he's gonna get himself killed. He's gonna get himself killed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, okay, anyway, okay. movie you okay, like? Yes. like you like movie. You find movie like. So, um, as we talked about at the end of our last show, when we announced that we were going to do Super Mario Brothers, there really aren't that. There no. really aren't any like really good movies based on video games. So, I, I couldn't really find one of those. But I did find a movie, a relatively recent one, that I think we talked about in an uncut segment a few months ago, but we haven't talked about it on the show proper. Um, That is a movie that takes place in a video game, but is not based on any actual video game. And so Mm -hmm. the movie I'm recommending is a movie from last year called Free Guy that Mm -hmm. stars Ryan Reynolds as a character in an open world video game. Uh, kind of like Grand Theft Auto, uh, where he, where sure. he 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 real he comes to realize that he is a character in a video game, like he becomes self aware, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. it's kind of his story, and it also involves this uh, another character who is like a player who plays the game, and he falls in love with her, and there's other there's like some Tron type stuff about like the designers of the game who are feuding with the evil head of the corporation that runs the game, and um, so the, mm-hmm. and it's. 
it, it, it leans very heavily on the uh, the um, presence of Ryan Reynolds, as most Ryan Reynolds movies do, actually. Um, yeah. And, you know, so he's funny in it, and uh, Taika Waititi is in it in a supporting role as the evil boss, and he's really funny. Um, mm-hmm. Jodie Comer is in it, and uh, Joe Keery, Steve from uh, Stranger Things is in it. And it's yeah. it's it's very it's very light and very sort of inoffensive and inconsequential. Some good act, some good mm-hmm. action stuff, some clever comedy stuff. It's it's a nice, diverting, entertaining, funny movie that will not change anyone's life and will not change the world, but is a fine way to spend, you know, an hour and a half, um, or almost two hours, I guess, is about how long it is. But it's 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 a fun movie, and it's not based on a video game, but it is set in a video game. So there you go. That's my recommendation. If you would like to swish the foul taste of Super Mario Brothers out of your mouth, uh, watch Free Guy. As you guys know, I like to recommend a movie from the same year as the movie that we just reviewed, and it's 1993. Go see Army of Darkness. Oh, boy, yeah. That was that same year. Yeah, Yeah, it was. Army of Darkness, the sequel to (laughs) Evil Dead 2, kind (laughs) of. Kind of. Much different movie than the previous one. But it's a continuation of the adventures of our most unlikeliest and, well, person who just doesn't fucking want to be a goddamn hero. <laughs> our most unpleasant hero. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ash. Yeah. Where he finds where he picks up where we left off in Evil Dead 2, where he's back in the Middle Ages and he has to teach these pig ignorant <laughs> these pig ignorant people how to fight the goddamn evil dead and he makes a bunch of mistakes and he has a lot of great lines and he takes his car and he turns it into a super awesome deadite killing machine and it's supposed to be in england but you can tell it's in california and there's there's one great scene where a geyser of blood just shoots up out of a hole which is great and ash treats every he's such an asshole god damn it he is such an asshole my favorite part of the movie is that they keep they resist making ash into a more likable character he is an asshole to everybody from beginning to end mm-hmm. he has a little thing towards the end yeah a little bit he has a little thing yeah. towards the end where he realizes that he's kind of fucked over everybody <laughs> um and but i mean it's just fun and it turned it went from a horror move horror comedy in evil dead 2 and turned it into horror adventure yeah. in in evil dead 3 are the special effects the best nope didn't want them to be. Didn't no, need them fine. to be. They're totally fine. They're yeah. fine. I like them as cheesy as they are. I like, I, you know, there's nudity for no reason in one scene. Just women just being paraded <laughs> out. And depending on which version you saw, because <laughs> there were like nine of them, I prefer the theatrical release ending, where he's been telling he's working the story at the store again. At, and, the, yeah, at the S-Mart. Yeah, yeah at the yeah. S-Mart. I like that yeah. ending. Eventually, Raimi got the ending that he wanted, where he winds up in the future. Um, eventually. But thanks to Ash versus the Evil Dead. Um, I cannot tell you just how much I love Ash. Um, through all of the movies, and through the t- especially through the TV show, to have a character that is so, so conflicted. Mm-hmm. You know, the deep, deep, way deep down, that there is a good heart to Ash. But it's layered on top of, and I mean, Jesus, in the <laughs> in the TV show, he's a drug addict, he's a he's a drunk, he wears a girdle, he has false <laughs> teeth. It is just so great, and to have him also, by the way, 
be the person destined to be the only person that can effectively fight the <laughs> evil dead is just great. There's never been, I don't think anyone has dared to replicate what right. Ash is because it would be too apparent. You'd be like, oh, well, that's just, just doing Ash. Ash yeah. Well, and, but also yeah. it's nice that it's nice to have a character that it's obvious that the director and the actor both they understand the character and the appeal of the character so well because because mm-hmm. sometimes like that'll happen where like a, you'll get like a, a breakout character and then they'll do a sequel or they'll do a spinoff or whatever and you see it and you realize oh they don't really get it like this is this isn't yeah. the same as it was when we all fell in love with it but with the Evil Dead it's like no they both get it Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi both get why we like Ash what makes him interesting what makes him funny what makes mm-hmm. him compelling and they've stuck with that for all of the different versions of the character yeah. yep yep so watch army of darkness i don't care which version you get hopefully you'll get the one where he's at smart if you don't you'll get another one. Oh, i love that smart ending yeah. so much um because there's there's Raimi's brother yep. not believing yep. him <laughs> and then he gets killed <laughs> Hey, Steve, guess what? What? Guess what time is it, it is. Is it terrible choice time? Well, according to the little birdie in my Oh, boy. It is, it is now time for you to make a terrible choice. I have chosen three movies. You don't know what those I movies are. And you must make a random selection of those three movies. They are all related in subject Ooh. matter. Or genre. Genre. So now you must pick A, B, or C. Steve, take away. I choose C. 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 Okay. Had you chosen A, we would have watched... Well, I should tell you what the genre is first. Disaster movies. Okay. Had you picked A, we would have watched Deep Impact. You know, the competing movie against Armageddon. Yeah, (laughs) the one that is technically different than Armageddon. That's right. It, it is, is different. different. It's, it's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot, lot different. different. It's a lot tone different. and writing and everything. Else. It's a lot. Different. It's like oh, grown ups wrote this. <laughs> Gro- grown up, a grown up directed it. Apparently, <laughs> it wasn't a studio under the gun trying to compete with another <laughs> studio going faster. They probably had goons in there with guns. Make it faster. <laughs> this makes sense. And I th- and I'm fairly certain that Michael Bay thinks this is how you're supposed to make a movie. He's learning the wrong lessons. Wouldn't it be crazy if he just made all of his movies like this from now on? That'd be nuts. <laughs> Had you chosen B, we want to watch the. Oh, why couldn't you have chosen I'm sorry. B? Sorry, we want to watch the only disaster movie that I like watching simply because Gene Hackman's in it. <gasps> We would have watched the Poseidon, the Poseidon Adventure. Adventure. Oh, I'm sorry. Where he screams, why didn't you take me? He's a conflicted priest. It's so great. <laughs> this is this what you want? You want blood? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember his voice breaking no. that much, but yes. He, he, he did the Gene scene. Hackman scream. But you I chose did. C. So the next movie that we're going to review is that 1970s classic about building a building way too high that it pisses off Steve. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and one of the things you don't want to do is to piss off Steve nope, McQueen. Definitely not. The movie that we're going to review next time around is The Disaster. I think it's Irwin Allen. Is I, it Irwin Allen? I don't think it, maybe, maybe it's not. I, I thought it was. Maybe it's not. Poseidon Adventures, Irwin yeah. Allen. The Towering Inferno. Oh, 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 oh yes! So, if you want to get all the jokes, 
then please watch The Towering. If you want to watch a whole bunch of people burn alive, please watch The Towering Inferno. <laughs> you know what the thing about The Towering Inferno that always what? gets me? Do you remember what city it's set in? Oh, is it San Francisco? Yeah. Yeah. They've made the world's tallest In San Francisco. In San Francisco. Fire wouldn't be one of the no, things that I'd be concerned no. about. Not so much. <laughs> All right, Steve, that's it. I'm done. This made me tired. Yeah. I gotta go cook. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. <laughs> I'm sorry I did this to you again. Long-time listeners, I'm sorry I did this to you again. <laughs> so, for late seating, this has been Jason Harding, and see a movie this week. And this has been Steve Shives. Where's my pizza? You want to know where your pizza is? Cool. Yeah, where's, yeah, where's my pizza? You want to know where your pizza is? It's over there next to one of the 15 scripts for this goddamn movie. <laughs> Go ahead and kick them out of the way. None of them are good. Not a single one. Not one. It started bad and it got worse. Why are you hesitating? Pick okay. one up. <laughs> oh, this, this, this one's the porno version. <laughs> Super Mario Hose. Oh, God. Is it H-O-S-E? H-O-S-E? <laughs> indicating the Mario Brothers... Uh. <laughs> yeah, they go into a pipe, but it's weird. It's different. It's a different thing. They, they jump into something, you know, I but mean, it's, it's weird. If we're casting Mario by physical type, I just need to say Ron Jeremy is in the ballpark. I mean, like... Well, unfortunately, Ron Jeremy is yeah, in jail. Where, where, so where he belongs, by the way, but I'm just saying... <laughs> He should have gone there a long time ago. Gee, okay, here's the thing. I'm tired of people. I'm tired of Ron Jeremy. Oh, sure. He has really honest. nothing to offer. Was he ever good looking? No. <laughs> and you can't tell me that in the porn industry, there aren't a dozen swinging dicks walking around just as impressive as his. No. I guess he made friends with people. I guess. Or he bribed them. Or they were there at gunpoint. It's hard I don't to know. imagine Ron Jeremy ever having a genuine friendship with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but it raises the other question yes if it weren't for porn what else would he well do? yeah like you said he would have been in jail a long time ago because he would have killed somebody or been like a you know would have been like some low-level enforcer on some gang you know some criminal organization <laughs> they would have called <laughs> they would have called him johnny, johnny two, dicks. two dicks he would have been in that introduction scene and in, in goodfellas there was no nos. There was, you know, what was it, two times, and there was Johnny Two Dicks. <laughs> they called him Johnny Two Dicks because he had one dick, but it was long enough that you could have made two out of it. <laughs> they show him sitting down and going, ow! <laughs> I really wanted that scene to start showing Dick Tracy yes. villains. There was, was flat, flat top, top no There was face. lips manless. <laughs> There was Little Face, yes. and you know who I'd cast for that. Who who would you cast for Little Face? I can't remember his name. He's the kid from Sixth Sense. Oh, Haley Joel Osment. Oh, that's yeah. Because he did kind of he didn't grow into his face. The rest of his body kind of grew out, and his face stayed like ten years. Maybe old. he'll maybe he'll morph maybe. again, and his face will kind of grow into maybe. his head, and then he'll get cast for his somewhere. sake. I hope so. You know. Me too. I'm sure that there's someone out there that loves him. Well, he's, he's you know, no one, and they're like, "What are you talking about? He's got a tiny he's face." Just, he's just hanging on and waiting for Quentin Tarantino to cast him in something and revive his career. You know, is that what everyone? I think, in I think every doing? washed up actor for the last thirty years has been like, "Tarantino's going to call me one of these days." <laughs> I want, I want some of that. I want, yeah, that's what I want. I, want. I want. I don't care if I win the Academy Award, just so long as I get cast in a whole bunch of 
whole bunch of really awful action adventure movies for the next ten, and then I can make some. I can make some awful, awful direct video. He's doing yeah, that oh, now, yeah. isn't he? Is he doing direct oh, yeah. video? Oh golly, He's, you know, Geesh. boy. It's nice to see that. Uh, it's nice to see that. Uh, um, Nick Cage is crawling out of yeah. it. Yeah, well, I, I we yeah a little well, bit. I, we, a last little time bit. I, we talked about because I, I watched uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent, which was really good, really yeah. good. Um, yeah, yeah, there's no denying that he's a really he's a, good actor. Yeah. It's just like where has he gone for the last? 10 it's to 20 the choices. Years? It's it's you know, like what is well uh, you know like <laughs> like we have asked several times during the Super Mario review here like wh- who is this for? <laughs> like why would you, you know, why would you, know. you choose to make this movie? I mean, I know why Legu- Leguizamo took the movie is because he was starting his career. Absolutely, right. This was this was the beginning of his of his movie career, and someone said, "Hey, you want to be in this movie based on the most popular video game in the world?" And he went, "Yay, money! <laughs> Thank you." What do you mean I'm not going to work again for a little while? Wait, come back. I have to work my way back up. What? But this was my big break. <laughs> Work my way back up from, from where what? I thought it was. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm Luigi. You know what would have been sadder. I'm glad he handled it with yeah. a plum. Wouldn't it be sad if he was just showing up dressed like Luigi within that costume? You know, now just like Wasamo now, just, just still up. playing, going to like conventions and go look, meet Luigi from Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, he's at the he's at the saddest table next to a sleep boomer. <laughs> I, this is stuck in my head because, I, boy, oh boy, ever since that convention where you, you saw Boomer from the original Battlestar Galactica wearing his costume asleep behind his uh, behind his, his little desk. Don't nobody want Boomer's autograph. Next to him is like Wasamo dressed exactly <laughs> Dressed the as same. Luigi. You want to sign my petition to make Super Mario Brothers 2? <laughs> Perfect. Oh, and we would be remiss to, to say... Bye, Nichelle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I haven't, I've been waiting for your video, it, it, dude. It's coming out on Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, is yeah, it coming I'm, I'm out on Wednesday? On it it's late, isn't well, it? I had shit to do. She died on, like, Friday. I had all my videos for the next week done already. <laughs> Last Friday. Not this, this no, recent this, this, one. Yeah, like Friday. At, yes, ago. but I still I had my videos for, for, for the following. You've been sitting on your hands. You couldn't do a quick little one of them. One of them don't you think iPhone don't, don't videos. you think that Nichelle Nichols deserves better than that? I think she deserves better than well, you. <laughs> well, she's going to get me. I don't know if she deserves better. but How many are left now, Steve? How many are left? Of the original cast? I think mm-hmm. it's only three. I think it's Shatner and Takei and Koenig. Is Koenig, Koenig still, still alive? alive? Yeah, still he's, yeah, he's, he, he's hanging. Okay. I, mean, I mean, Shatner probably assumes he's dead, but, <laughs> but he's still alive, yeah. You, <laughs> we haven't said goodbye. Oh, we're, we're still this, this is, is still eating into the podcast time. This should have been this should have been bonus stuff at the end. All right, <laughs> bye, bye everybody. <laughs> anyway, all right. <laughs> Late seating is a let me listen podcast production featuring Steve Shives and Jason Harding. Produced by Jason Harding. Theme music, Rollin' at Five, composed and performed by Kevin McLeod. You can find more Let Me Listen podcast productions at our website at www.letmelistenpodcast.com. You can also find us on Stitcher, iTunes, or just about anywhere you download podcasts. 
Late Seating is a listener-supported podcast. If you would like to support Late Seating or any of the other Lemmy Listen productions for as little as $1 a month, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash Lemmy Listen. And thanks for listening. <laughs>